0: Hey everybody! Uh, first of July, halfway through the year now. We're done with June. The only the only bad thing about this is the days are getting shorter, not longer. Uh, it's uh, something that I uh, I I really really like sunlight. I really really like the long days. I De- December is not my favorite time of year with those short short daylight. I like a lot of daylight. Okay, let's talk about what everybody wants to talk about. Everybody wants to talk about the grain report. And um, I'm just going to go over some of the numbers. And, and 1.74 billion bushel of corn on farm stocks held by farmers, down 39% from last year. <laughs> that, that would include a lot of f- corn held for feed on farms. So you're you're sitting now with... Not a whole lot of corn to be coming off these farms to be sold. 220 million bushel of soybeans, down 65% from last year. 142 million bushel of wheat, down 39% from last year. And basically, you know, that, that, that June 1 stocks for wheat is right in front of harvest for a lot of farmers. So that's pretty much what you got being carried over on the farm. Now, the stocks in all positions... That would be held by commercials and everybody else, grain elevators. 4.112 billion bushel of corn, down 18%. 767 million bushel of soybeans, down 44%. And wheat's at 844 million bushels, down 18%, which I find interesting. Wheat and corn are both down the same amount, which tells me that wheat and um, corn... um, it's being fed. Some of that is being fed, just wheat's being fed. Uh, wheat's got higher protein than corn, so you don't need to buy as much expensive soybean meal. And I, th- I think maybe the surprise when this is all done is, is how much wheat has disappeared. Wheat acres. Going to cover wheat acres first. 46.7 million acres of wheat. It's up 5% from last year, but it's the fourth lowest since 1919, which means last year was really low. Corn and beans total of 180.3 million acres versus 178.7 million acres in the March report. That's plus 1.6 million. And and everybody's wanting to know where all the acres went when you look at the total acres. And I think partly, some of it, you know, they've been talking these CRP incentives. They've been talking CRP. Uh, and, And there is a subset of the ground out there that's owned by people that are in the wildlife or hunting business or people that just want it for recreation. They want to be able to go ride their ATV. They're really not wanting to farm it. Now, they may have the the bigger field or one chunk farmed by a farmer, get them enough money to pay the taxes on the thing, but they really, really want to put it in CRP. They want to keep it in CRP. They want to be able to re-enroll it in CRP. They're really unhappy if they can't get it back into CRP. And they would rather collect that check for basically not having to do much of anything, and then they can hunt it. They can run their ATV around on it. They can have their little piece of paradise. Um, I'll also, don't forget about crepe acres. Uh, in in several places, and I know my state's one of them. Uh, this this you could you could have entities buy permanent easements. Well, if you sold a permanent easement. To the state of Illinois, basically, so water conservation district holds the easement. State provided the money. When, when the CRP contract on that CREP agreement's up, you can't, one can't put it back into CRP, and two, you can't farm it. So there's some acres gone from production. If people are looking for where some acres are gone for production. Um, there, there's there's permanent easements that's taking ground permanently out of production, and and there's also some conservation easements that people have sold in certain areas. Now, in a lot of areas like out west, they still want to be able to ranch it, you know, maybe hay it, graze it. They just don't want to put houses on it. But in others, other conservation easements, they literally have taken the ground and well, I can I can show you some areas along the Illinois River that are. Underwater, they have shallow water lakes in them now, where there used to be ten or twelve thousand acres of farm ground, and and that's that's gone. Uh, it's gone for production, and and so that that um, may be telling where some of the acres are. Now, overall acres, corn ninety two point seven million, up two percent from last year. Beans eighty seven point six million up five percent from last year expectations were for at least a million more acres of corn 1.5 million more soybeans now i have a friend that's got a lot of contacts in the seed industry and i should have listened to him because he kept telling me the seed companies were telling him the seed guys that he knows that they didn't sell enough seed corn to plant 93 million acres they were just shy of 93 million acres on the bags of seed corn they sold and you know what? These guys, they sell seed corn every year. They all kind of know how many total bags everybody sold. And they know how many acres are. And they know, basically, uh, probably what the ramp up in plant population has been over the last few years. They got it down to pretty much science, uh, you know, how, how many bags of seed corn they need. Well, they knew how much they sold. And so I should listen to a guy like that, that that's out there saying, hey, it's going to be just under $93 million. Because they didn't sell 93 million acres of seed corn. Um, I was surprised by the bean number. I thought the bean number would be higher, but that's where it is. Um, now, uh, ethanol's at a three-week high. We got $75 oil. Oh, by the way, propane is about double where it normally would be on your summer fill programs. So it's going to cost a lot of money to dry corn this fall which if this energy thing gets too wild are there going to be all the incentives to get corn out of the ground real quick that this is there going to be a late august early september squeeze i don't know um and it's going to depend on how hot and dry august is if august turns off hot and dry this crop will mature up quick and it'll start drying down a lot quicker and then if you have the first 10 days of september really hot and dry uh, that'll take a lot of moisture out of that corn and it'll be different but if, if we end up cool and wet the rest of the summer, um, you're going to have trouble getting early corn. Um, it's interesting. In- interesting report, interesting times we live in. And with the oil going up, that means gas is going to go up. That means even at the higher prices, there's still going to be incentive to make ethanol. So I, I think at the end of the day, it's all pretty, pretty, pretty pretty evident that we still have some inflation in these commodity markets but i do believe you know the, the, you know these 80 cent up and 80 cent down days is going to happen on whatever the forecast is or you know friday everybody goes home and eh, there's 30% chance of rain you know half inch coverage across you know one of the dry areas in, in the North, Northwest Midwest, well over the weekend, they get one to three inches with 100 percent coverage. you're going to come in Monday morning and it's going to be ugly. Now, if they're predicting a good rain over uh, you know a wide area on a Friday and the market's sold off because, yeah, there's this wide rain, and Sunday night everybody realized it didn't happen. It completely missed uh, very low rain totals, then look out to the upside. And and they're going to do this on forecasts, not just on the actual rainfall. There's there's not going to be anything show me about it. It's going to be predict me about it. And uh, it's going to be fun times here. But there there should be some runs up and some opportunities to sell some grain at, at some good prices. Um, we've got the acres behind us, so now we know the acres. Now it's all down to yield. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how long USDA stays at the trend line yield. And, and I do believe that in August, and all they do in August is can't p- count plants. They don't weigh years. They don't look at ears. They don't try to guesstimate. They don't look at pod counts or nothing. They look at stands. They look at how many plants are out there. And that tells me, at least my look, We have good populations across a wide swath of the Midwest. Most of this crop came up this spring. So my guess is in August they'll come out with a really high yield prediction because we got these great stands. Uh, Probably if it stays as dry as it is in a lot of areas, that'll be revised down all the way through probably starting in October when we actually get the combines out in the field and start to actually run them. You know, it's to quote one young farmer that I was talking to yesterday. He said, Bill, you've always told us it's not money in the bank until it's money in the bank. Doesn't matter how good it looks or where the prices are until you actually convert bushels into dollars and put the money in the bank. It's not money in the bank. Well, hey, smartest audience in agriculture. We've got 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 the acreage reports behind us. Now it's up to weather. Now it's going to get interesting. It's going to get fun. Well, hey, we'll talk all to you tomorrow.